Hello, my gilded eyesores. This is your electroplated earache, Matthew Sanborn Smith and his bronze boo-boo nose beware the hairy mango. It's the May 25th episode. I didn't mention this last time because I recorded the other show too early, but holy shit, did you guys ever come through? Mucho Mango Mayo 2016 is a go. Your generous donation saved both my bacon and your mango simultaneously. Thank you to everyone who donated or spread the word. Also, Mucho Mango 2015 stands to break some records by being the first Mucho Mango Mayo to last 11 months months. Help me. Today's story is all about changing the world by posing the question, if bovines stop being entrees, do they still have a place in dinner theater? Maybe they do as pastries. The next time your Bessie is hunched behind her cow batter and giving you signals, you'll have yourself a cow catcher. Cow Catcher by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Lots of locomotive engines claim to have cow catchers, but closer examination always proved them to be cow pushers and not the cool kind you could buy cow drugs from. Sheena was going to make sure her engine would have a real cow catcher. But all the cow capturing accoutrement in the world wouldn't help if the ranchers were on top of their game. Despite their songs to the contrary, they loved to fence things in, especially their cattle. No one ever danced until the cows came home anymore because the cows never left in the first place. Some dancers blame Netflix. But Sheena was smarter than cows, as one hoped she would be. She ordered her people to lay open hamburger buns along the tracks. The symbiotic relationship between beef and bun, developed over tens of thousands of years of evolution, was too much of a draw for the cows to dismiss. Cows began escaping in literal droves. Sometimes an entire herd pummeled a weak spot in a fence. Sometimes a ranch hand was overpowered by the cows and his welding torch was put to better use. There's one bastard who wouldn't be able to add any more spoilers to cows. Soon the tracks were a cow catcher's paradise. Sheena's revolutionary technology was about to be unleashed. For the comfort of the cows, she refused to whack them with a pointy steel grill. She instead enveloped them in a big, soft, cushy padding. Sheena had invented a cow catcher's mitt. The cows were rather disconcerted about its leather exterior, but fuck those cows. Sheena was doing them a favor. She wasn't only going to keep them from being eaten, she was going to make them stars. The celebrity kind, not the nuclear kind. She'd not only developed a cow catcher, she'd developed a cow keeper. The catcher would toss them into the cow fielder, which didn't make baseball sense, but since the cow fielder wasn't in a cow field, it didn't make any other kind of sense either. But the fielder would place the cows into the train itself, where they would be train-trained for the greatest mission cow kind had ever undertaken. Sheena had always been a huge fan of chorus lines, and it was her passion that led to the greatest discovery in stage musical history. If dancers had four legs instead of two, chorus lines could be twice as good without having to double the practice time. Not only that, but a train made for an infinitely expandable stage. Got more dancers? Add another car. Plus, it didn't take any extra planning to bring the show on the road. It was always on the road. Well, on the tracks, okay. I should have said something about the show always being on track. Damn it. When you bought a ticket, you'd not only get a great show, you'd get a ride to the nearest city. It was like a cruise ship on land that traveled through all the ugliest parts of town. Twice as many legs were kicking, you got all the fresh milk you could drink, the train ran on manure, and scoring grass was a piece of cake. Sheena was dubbed the biggest promoter in off-Broadway history, but animal rights advocates sued her for cowsploitation. Sheena asked them if they preferred things when the greatest achievement a cow could hope for was being the center of a combo meal, but she ultimately won her case by proving she had, for the first time in centuries, brought the cows back to their most suitable environment. Cows had always been natural-born hoofers, after all. 
If this story steered you wrong, you can wear it and all the other hottest brands at the website of the Savory Bite, BewareTheHairyMango.com. I'm kind of enjoying the email break, but who knows how I'll feel about it tomorrow. Will you still love me? Go ahead and send me something. Dream lucidly in the comments for this post, or dunk or email me, and we'll splice each other's jeans at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com and wear the cutoffs for our sexy car wash at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. And I mean the parts we cut off. We're only wearing the leg parts at the car wash. That means we'll probably have to clean the interiors twice, but that's assuming everyone will keep driving when they see us. Whenever we've spilled a little oil on our tile floor, the SF and SF Signal stands for Stinky Finger, which came about after one of the most embarrassing incidents ever at the sfsignal.com offices. I can't even talk about it in specifics except to say there were no arrests, the ASPCA is looking into the matter, one of us can't look any of the others in the eye anymore, and one of us can't stop washing her hands. Tweet from the catbird seat that all the luckiest tweeties like to sit on my face at twitter.com slash up with gravity. It's not as pleasant for me as you might think. I look like I've washed with barbed wire soap which still might be better than using lava soap. For as a little activity that happens at bewaretheharrymango.tumblr.com, it still turns out to be more interesting than my real life. You can keep up the tradition by going there and not paying attention to me. I've been hustling to get new subscribers to Beware the Elitist Mango and now realize how silly I was. I haven't been tapping into the demographic most likely to enjoy the show. If you're already subscribing, why not subscribe a second time? You already know how to do it. Just pick another email address and embrace your destiny. As a bonus, you'll get twice as many shows and only one out of every two new shows will be something you've heard before. The only thing I can't believe is why you haven't done it already. I'm sometimes startled by my own cleverosity. This podcast falls clumsily down a never-ending double helix staircase like it's trapped in some nightmarishly bad episode of the Twilight Chromosome in which the entire marathon episode is literally one big twist ending, but at least if it was one with the devil, you'd have a tiny chance of outsmarting him or delighting him so much with your sister's deviled egg recipe that he'd be willing to knock 10,000 years off your eternity, or finding a loophole in his foolishly worded Creative Commons attribute non-commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until your magic mushroom pulls a rabbit out of its hat, this will constantly change his mind about being Matthew Sanborn Smith and tell you the paperless society sounds like a great idea until you're sitting on the toilet. Good night. <laughs>